guest this morning is Ryan Carlson. He is from the Edina Schools in Minnesota. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you for having me. Welcome. So can you tell us a little bit about your school and yourself for our listeners? Yeah, so I'm currently the assistant principal at Southview Middle School in Edina, and we have around 1,000 students in grades 6 through 8. Oh, wow. And we really started uh, our journey into personalization about four or five years ago. Yeah. How did that start? Um, so we, we heard some, some pretty cool things happening at some nearby districts, right. and so it really started with just some capacity building for our staff, mm-hmm. and a lot of that just included going out to visit their sites and see it in action, because we could give people what we thought was a definition of it, but until they saw it in action, mm-hmm. it was hard to wrap their heads around it. So what, what was your why? You know, I think we wanted to, to do better for all students, really. I mean, yeah. we, we were trying to... to to tap into their potential, one of the things that um, I think has inspired our journey is the the idea that in education, the thing we leave out most often is the student and their voice. Mm-hmm. And if we can build that in, there's a lot of power in that. So what are some of the structures that you have put in place to capture student voice and learner voice? So one thing that we put in place uh, four years ago is flexible learning time. So mm-hmm. we started off and we called it when, what I need, yeah. and we built that in, and we started off doing that Wednesday and Thursday every other week. Yeah. And really, very quickly, the feedback from students and staff was that this was great, but I can't wait two weeks to, to get the help I need. Um, so really, students go in, now we have a daily flex, mm-hmm. and students go in every day and make the choice on what they need for their learning. So all of our teachers offer something that they think students need based on the, the feedback they're getting, okay. formative work, for example, and then students go in and sign up, and our teachers are there to help guide them in making good choices, but really it's the student learning about themselves, reflecting on what they need, and making a selection every day. So did you have to like prep the kids for this new type of flexible learning time, especially at middle school. I'm thinking like, how does this, how did you, how did you start with them? Because I assume it wasn't just dropped on you guys and. Yeah. So it was very gradual release. We started, um, and we still do this every year, even though, you know, some of our seventh and eighth grade students have been doing this for their whole time at at school. Um, But it's a gradual release and we start off and we have very structured daily flex sessions and we we want students to experience if we're going to call this a seminar we have common language we want all the students to to experience what a seminar is like and then Mm -hmm. reflect on how that worked for them and then maybe a collaborative session where they're working with others we want them to experience that know know what we call it and then reflect on how that works for them and then individual flex time might be where they're working independently on something Mm -hmm. experience that um, and reflect on how that works for them and so we're really explicit teaching of what, what the language is, mm-hmm. what our expectations are, um, before we actually release them into to making the choice. And that's the beauty of, of, you know, in education, we still are there to guide their choices. It's not like the teacher part is diminished at all. Right. It's right. actually enhanced, mm-hmm. but it's more of a facilitator rather than the, the giver of knowledge. Mm-hmm. They facilitate the, the learner in making good choices for their learning. So what kinds of changes have you seen in instruction or the role of the teacher when it comes to social emotional learning? Um, So I think that's a a big push and I think our efforts to personalize have made that even more of a push. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, like our our student services team, which is made up of counselor, we have two counselors and a social worker. 
and they are really capitalizing on that time. Yeah. And they actually did a student survey to find out what the student needs were, and then based on that survey results, are pulling students in to give them maybe like a six weeks burst of service during this flex time. Maybe twice mm -hmm. a week they meet for an anxiety group, for example. Right. We have a therapy dog that comes in three days a week, and there's different groups that move the therapy dog. Mm -hmm. So I think for us, that, that flexible time built into the day can serve so many needs, and the social-emotional piece is something we've seen more and more. I feel like any educator would say that even over the last 10 years, right. that is more pronounced, and we need to make sure we are addressing that side of student learning as well. Mm -hmm. So when you had, you said you have a 1,000 kids in your school. Is this, uh, is this new WIN program and trying to do different things with kids, is something you rolled in, or did the whole school like transform uh, so it wasn't like rolled in by grade, or was it everybody at once? How, how did that? It was. It work? was everyone at once. Okay. Um, so we started at the beginning of the school year in 2015-16. It was the first year we we, okay. yep. we dove into some flexible time for learning, and we did it all at once because we wanted a a systematic way to accelerate our personalization movement. Because mm -hmm. uh, I really believe that systems compel results. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So what what were the teachers like in the in the b beforehand when because a thousand kids in the school you must have an awful lot of teachers yeah we have a lot of teachers um, you know I think change is hard for anyone so initially um, it felt overwhelming to a lot of people so going on the site visits was one step we took to just kind of remove that barrier we actually had a team of teachers come in from a, a nearby school district that was already doing some mm -hmm. some flexible learning time. Mm -hmm. And they helped our teachers because we, we, we actually purchased a scheduling system called the Flex Scheduler mm -hmm. where students go in. And these teachers had worked with the same system and helped our teachers learn how to navigate that system and just be more comfortable in, that, in those early stages. Hmm. Was this the year before you started or years before? So this was in the, the year before and then even during workshop week of that first year, 2015, that fall. Okay. We had the teachers from that other district come in to our building during workshop week. And we had one session that was mandatory for all staff to attend. Right. And then we had optional sessions that if they wanted more, they could, they could come in, in in smaller groups and get some more professional development from that team of teachers. Do you see this model expanding in your district past your school? Yes. Um, so now every building in our district has some flexible learning time. Right now we're the only building that has daily flexible learning time. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that the results that we're seeing are going to compel others to take that step. So what do you think is the next step for your middle school? That's a good question. I mean, a lot of it is still, every year we, we, we feel like we've got more to tackle. Right. Um, so one thing is we implemented what we call the unit planning guide. Okay. So as teachers plan a unit, we have personalized learning coaches that will sit down and help them plan out and add elements of personalization so even within their their you know 72 minute we have a 72 minute class period sure um, they can still create structures and pathways that are personalized and so having the PL coaches help them with that planning um, building in more reflection via the unit planning guide so all the elements of instruction that have always been really critical mm -hmm. Finding ways to systematize those and, and beef those up while allowing for more student voice. Do you foresee a time where flex time is the day? So I've seen some schools that do that. Um, I'm intrigued by it. Uh -huh. That that type of change probably takes a little um, 
<laughs> a so you're not going to do that next out. year. <laughs> I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a next year thing. Yeah. One thing that we've we've talked a lot about in our building is taking small and strategic steps. Yes, it's okay to be where you're at, but it's not okay to stay there. Wonderful. So that's that's really helped us in our journey, um, making it manageable for teachers because the students they they jump onto things pretty quickly. Yes, yeah. and they adapt and they. I mean, they were the ones that really compelled us to go from doing it every other week to every week and then daily because their feedback was like, this is amazing and I need more of this. Nice. Well, thank you very much, Ryan. This has been outstanding today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. No